Hello friends, welcome to another edition of Untorn. This is Jay Trainer sharing with you from Studio 14B, the Untorn motto, Broadcasting Life, Broadcasting Love. Enjoy these next few moments seeking out these realities from God's Word in our time together. And now, on to the podcast. Well, hello friends, welcome to Untorn where we are having the chance to broadcast life and broadcast love together. Uh, here on Untorn. This is episode three here in season 10, and our focus for this episode is, believe it or not, the idea of focus. And there are so many distractions that are out there. There are distractions that come into play in life for each and every person. I admit that I am a person that has been distracted, and you know what? I've also caused distractions for others as well. Now, the previous episodes in our time together uh, this season has been one on getting away, and the second one has been on rest and recharge. The idea of getting away, not so much running away, but the idea of uh, removing oneself from the normal rhythms of life in order to get plugged into uh, an opportunity to think and process about the different happenings and what direction your life is living for and of course the taking the time to rest and recharge we all need that in some respects we all need that somewhere uh, somehow but the whole idea of all of this uh, today is to focus on focus uh, keeping the main thing the main thing now admittedly uh, I missed the boat I missed uh, the focus earlier this year and even last year, there are so many different situations that I can bring up where I have lost uh, sense of purpose, sense of call, sense of wondering why I'm doing what I'm doing. And maybe you can relate to that. And admittedly, that has been uh, a downfall for me. So in talking about focus and maintaining focus, this is a hardship that I have. This is a difficulty. This is a, a blind spot or a weakness that I have. And again, maybe you can relate to that on some level. Uh, the call on my life is simply this, to bring great news about Jesus and share this with others. Now you'd think, hmm, with such a simple focus that I'd be able to carry that out. Well, in my line of work, all too often I have um, my idea behind the the financial aspect of the nonprofit that I run. I, I'm focused on the idea of making sure that there are plenty of events that are coming up and, and things like that. And, and so this call of bringing great news uh, about Jesus and sharing it with others typically for me happens in the camp setting or retreat setting. It's a simple message, but it is kingdom focused and it's redemptive within its method. A wise person once told me, or I, I heard a wise person once say along the way, there are many good options that are available to us, but there are a few great ones. Now, I take this to mean that there are very few things that I'm made for in life. Uh, I can be part of a lot of good things, or I can go after the few focused things, few focused options in life that I am ultimately, ultimately designed for. 
And I wonder, my friends, if that is something that you can relate to, too, where we love to muddy the waters and fill up our schedules with so many different things, so many various activities, and we think that this is going to bring a sense of wholeness to my being, a sense of wholeness to your being. And, and that is so far from the truth. The fact of the matter is, is that that quote, that wise person that I once heard say this to me, Jay, there are many good options available, but there are a few great ones, is something that I think we can all relate to on some level. Um, maybe that's you. Maybe you fill up your your life with so much busyness that there is no time to get away because of the different obligations and commitments that you have coming down uh, the pipeline of your schedule. Uh, maybe you feel like you can't get away. Uh, you can't have the opportunity for a personal retreat. Now, for me, in this season of Untorn, in the season of Infusion, I'm kind of getting back to basics. I'm kind of getting back to what makes me, me, uh, what makes uh, God the on the throne room of li- my life, what does that look like? And connecting with God through personal retreat experiences. And that's what I want Untorn to really become for you, hopefully, is connecting with God through personal retreat experiences. Because ultimately what this podcast is about is it's an invitation for you. It's an invitation for each one of us to... Uh, break away from these normal rhythms of life and to connect with God, to get quiet, to connect with God and have uh, personal retreat experiences. Now, again, I hope you take up the opportunity to have that in your life. Uh, But if you don't, um, chances are more and more distractions will come. Now, a lot of these distractions that happen, at least in my life, are not bad ones. They're not sinful. They're not... um, you know, an assassination to my character and integrity. However, these different distractions that come certainly uh, take away from other opportunities. And the best opportunity for me and the best opportunity for you is to spend time alone with the Lord. So today, I would like us to read out of the book of Psalms, chapter 1. And it talks about focus and it talks about this whole idea of being distracted. And I'd love to share some just quick highlights with you out of this passage that relates to getting back one's focus. Let me read this to you. Uh, Let's read this together rather. This is uh, Psalm chapter 1 verses 1 through 6. Oh, the joys of those who do not follow the advice of the wicked or stand around with sinners or join in with mockers. But they delight... In the law of the Lord, meditating on it day and night. They are like trees planted along the riverbank, bearing fruit each season. Their leaves never wither, and they prosper in all that they do. But not the wicked. They are like worthless chaff scattered by the wind. They will be condemned at the time of judgment. Sinners will have no place among the godly. For the Lord watches over the path of the godly, but the path of the wicked leads ultimately to destruction. So here are some thoughts that I have for you as it relates to personal retreat experiences and our individual focus. 
First one is this, and I absolutely love this word because I believe that this is something that God does with us. And it's the word delight. First two talks about how those who follow after the Lord, they delight in the law of the Lord. They delight on what he has to say. They There's this contentment, this holy contentment that bubbles up uh, no matter the situation. There's no compromising uh, from this ideal and, and this focus. There's something valuable about God's word and the truth of it. And there's something to be said about uh, chewing on the Lord's word and making it part of who we are and delighting in it. No matter even if it says something that might be inconvenient for you or inconvenient for me. When it comes to focus and wanting to become more godly in nature uh, and grow in that maturity. Now, this is not something that I can achieve. This is not something that I can do. But when it comes to delight, when it comes to God's word, it's saying yes to the work that God is already doing. It's responding to the invitation that is set before you and set before me to engage with him in relationship and connection. And when it comes to these personal retreat experiences that I long to have, that I desire, and not only do I desire for these retreat experiences for myself, I also long for others to have them as well. These quiet moments alone with the Lord where they can take delight in what God is proclaiming and what God is saying. And I invite you into that relationship. I invite you to have those different experiences where you can delight, where you can have this holy contentment, no matter what the season of life that you are going through, no matter what struggles you are enduring, delight. Because God ultimately delights in you. And we can look back on the creation story of Genesis 1 about how when the Lord made everything, he declared it was good. But when he made the day that he made humankind later on in Genesis 1 he says well what I've made what I have put together is very good God delights in you and he delights in me and there's something about this aspect of delighting pursuing desiring having contentment in the law of the Lord and not viewing it as some sort of oh I have to type of attitude that we love to give, but it's an opportunity of saying, I get to, I get to enjoy the law of the Lord. I get to delight in those very things that he declares over my life and yours. That's huge. Second thing I want to highlight with you is meditate. Now, this is not some sort of meditation that is uh, religious in nature or some sort of just practice. What it's talking about here is this obsessive type of tendency to allow the word of the Lord into our thoughts and captivating the mind's eye Um, day and night as it declares in verse 2. There's something about the always nature of this, the always ever uh, never-ending aspect of, of holding on to the law of the Lord and allowing it to shape deep down inside of each one of us. Again, this is not a doing thing. Really, it's a way of life. It's an opportunity. And I don't know what you might meditate on. I don't know what you might obsess over. 
Uh, I know that there's a lot of things that are grabbing for our attention each and every day that we could so easily meditate on and and think about. You know, uh, we have different pursuits that are out there that we could go after, different degrees that we can uh, achieve in college or in grad school. Uh, We can obsess about the latest uh, happenings coming, you know, fall. It might be Oh, I can't wait till the leaves change and obsessing about that and thinking about that. And there's something to be said about enjoying those different things. But when it comes to meditation, when it comes to the touch of the Lord, we we need to have our lives filled up with his presence. And I know, I know that God's already at work inside of me and already at work inside of you. But in this meditation, in this obsessive opportunity, we could say, yes, Lord, come on in. Yes, Lord, I want to receive everything that you have as a way of life ultimately for me. I understand, God, that it's not a doing thing. I understand, God, that it is an opportunity. It's an opportunity to engage with you. And I want to. And so we have not only this delightful or this delighting aspect of things but we also have this meditative quality of pursuing the Lord and pursuing the qualities that he ultimately has for you and for me third thing I want to highlight with you is imagery as we look in verse three we see this imagery come alive they are like Trees planted along the riverbank, bearing fruit, uh, bearing fruit each season. Their leaves, they never wither and they prosper in all they do. Now, I, I want to be careful with this because it's not about um, growing in the Lord to ultimately become prosperous and rich in the worldly viewpoint that we can try to attach ourselves to. But the imagery here is that there's togetherness there's connectedness there's nourishment there's something alive there's something um spiritually spiritual vitality that's happening one is prospering in their connection and growth and relationship with jesus bitterness anger hidden agendas questionable integrity all these things are not present at least not in verse three and this imagery is if I can say it, it's beautiful. There's there, there's life that's to be shared. There's life to be experienced in this type of moment of Psalm chapter 1 in verse 3. And when it comes to focus, when our when our focus and our attention is, is on Jesus, the fruit of such is spiritual vitality. There is going to be connectedness, nourishment, growth, liveliness, maturity, and faith. The other stuff is going to fall by the wayside. The bitterness, the angst, the anger, the hidden agendas, all of it will wither up and fall away and take a back seat. See, all too often I think we make spiritual warfare, if you engage in that at all, we make that a personal attack on the qualities of ungodliness in our lives. 
Uh, bitterness, I need to get rid of bitterness. And then it becomes a us thing where we are achieving where we are trying to do it. But when our focus is on Jesus and when our focus is on the cross and his sacrifice, my friends, those other things that are ungodly in nature, they slide off. They fade into the periphery. They fade away. And we don't need to make these different things our personal vendetta or personal attack. We just need to continue to keep our eyes on Jesus. And that is the imagery that is portrayed here. This this life that's taking place. The last thing that I want to highlight with you as it relates to focus is in verse 6 where God watches. The Lord watches. In Psalm chapter 1 it reads, For the Lord watches over the path of the godly, but the path of the wicked leads to destruction. You know, God cares. He's compassionate. And even when we are absent in our focus on him, we continue to be the focus of him. We, we don't necessarily always engage in the, our focus to him. We don't always keep our eyes on the prize. We don't always keep our eyes on the call. We don't always keep our focus on the things that, that matter most. But even in spite of those different things, he keeps watch over you. And he continues to care for you. And he continues to focus in on you and know your needs and know the different aspects and qualities that you are going through. And he knows these things with me too. And that's the hope that I have. And that's the longing that I want to remain plugged into. With all the distractions that are out there, with all the different options that are seemingly good, choices that I can engage and say yes to, there are a few great. And the one that is the greatest of all is Jesus. And he needs to be my focus. Not the call, not the situations, not the different things, but getting away, resting and recharging, making time, not just saying, oh, I'm going to block off Jesus' time from three to four, but literally just making time to spend with Christ. He should be our focus. He should be your focus, and he should be my focus. And that, my friends, is really the gist of episode three, season 10 for Untorn. Remember, my friends, you are worth it, and he is worth it, and the journey is worth it too. Keep on delighting in the ways of God, the laws of the Lord, meditate on his scriptures, Continually, focus in on the imagery of being spiritually alive, this togetherness, this connectedness, nourishment, community. And note that bitterness and anger, these different hidden agendas, all these things uh, fall away when our eyes are focused on Jesus because he ultimately watches and he cares about your journey and he cares about your pathway and he cares ultimately for you. God bless you, my friends. Thank you for tuning in to Untorn where we broadcast life and broadcast love together. Until next time, this is Jay Trainer saying so long for now. We'll see you soon.